Hey, hey, this is JC. Welcome to JC Talks, a leadership podcast where we help you live an all-in life and lead all-in teams and organizations. I'm reading a great book right now called The Almanac of Naval Ravikant. Highly recommend this book. And I, I forget where I first listened to this book. I was listening to a podcast or I was listening to somebody and they were talking and they brought up this guy by the name of Naval Ramakant and they actually brought up this book. And I'd like to know where I got that. But they brought this book up and uh, said it was a game-changing book for them. I immediately went to Amazon.com, purchased the book. It arrived two days later and it is, it's been a phenomenal book. I teach business students. I actually sent this book or, or at least the link to it. There's actually a free PDF copy online. And so I sent them that free PDF, uh, PDF copy and I sent the name and the Amazon link and said, hey, get this book. If you're in your late teens, early 20s, I think it's a great time to read this book. But I think this there's so much valuable information for anybody to read this book. Um, so this book, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what the point is. Obviously, it's a little bit uh, if if you go through and you look at the, the section headings and the chapter headings, uh, part one's about wealth, building wealth, building judgment. Part two is about happiness, learning happiness, saving yourself, philosophy. Uh, and then it has Navel's recommended reading. So we'll probably get through some of this. So again, we've been jumping all over the place this fall. We were in uh, the laws of human nature. We'll get back to that at some point, maybe in the new year. I don't know. Uh, maybe before this year is out. Uh, and then we jump to uh, another book. And now we're here it, because this is just how my own reading works. This is how I, I, I get in a book and I get the information I need, but then I'll jump to another book if it, if it catches my attention. Oh, oh, yes. The other book was The Goal. Um, it's the book that Amazon uh, requires their managers to read. Phenomenal book. And I was actually, I took a few hours the other day and actually went to the pool, took that book with me. Great book. But right now, uh, this week, the next seven days, we're going to focus in on Naval, uh, Naval Ravikant, uh, the Almanac of Naval Ravikant. I'm on page 94. The question is asked, can you define judgment? Uh, so real quick, before we dive into this, this book are sayings of Naval Ravikant. I believe that somebody actually put this together. It's a guide to wealth and happiness. Oh, yeah. Eric Jorgensen. So Naval Ravikant actually didn't write the book. Somebody took a um, amalgamation, I guess I could use that word, of all of his work and his sayings to up to this point, and they put it together in a book. So the question was asked of Naval, can you define judgment? Here's what Naval has to say. My definition of wisdom, and it was interesting, they asked, can you define judgment? And he goes to judge, uh, he, he goes to wisdom. My definition of wisdom is knowing the long-term consequences of your actions. Wisdom applied to external problems is judgment. They're highly linked. Knowing the long-term consequences of your actions and then making the right decisions to capitalize on that. So again, this idea of wisdom and if, if you go back and you look throughout history and you look at some of the values that have been passed down from century upon century upon century, uh, one of them, and somebody wrote out the most, and I forget who it was, and if I had time or if I had a co-host, we would look this up, but they wrote down uh, four of the most important values or principles a person could have. And there, there's wisdom, justice, temperance, and I want to say the fourth one was courage. And uh, I forget what, what religion this is from, but they're based on the four 
these four kind of guiding principles in life. So again, if you go back uh, in time, you'll see there are a plethora of of wisdom writers. I come out of a faith-based, a faith-based background, a Christian background. There's an entire book devoted to wisdom, um, and it's called the Book of Proverbs. And if you go through it, I believe that there are 31 chapters. So some people read it; uh, they read one chapter a day. But it's just collected uh, groups of wisdom sayings. So, so wisdom is highly important. And some of our greatest spiritual books of all time. And again. Uh, the history, when you study the history, you'll see that wisdom has been valued for uh, many, many years. So I, I sell that to say that gaining wisdom should be one of the top of our goals. There's a book in the old, or there's a, a gentleman from the Old Testament, again, from the Bible. His name was Solomon. And he was asked, I believe there was a conversation, a dialogue he was having with God, and he was asked what he wanted. He, he made a request. And instead of asking for riches and fame and all the things of the world, what did he ask for? He asked for wisdom. And I think the reason why he asked for wisdom, maybe he was smart enough to realize if I can get wisdom, everything else will come with it. And it did for Solomon. It did. He lived a great life. I'm not, uh, he had some drama in there. You know, you know, this isn't a, a biblical podcast, so I'm not sure about all the details of it, but I do know that he lived a great life and it started with asking for wisdom as opposed to asking for riches. So I would say that this idea of wisdom is what we all should be striving to gain in life. Um, and so, again, what Nabel says is his definition is knowing the long term consequences of your action. And then it says uh, applied uh, that wisdom applied to external problems is judgment. So when you take this idea of, okay, what are the long-term consequences of my actions? You apply that to external problems that creates this idea of judgment. Okay. So how do we understand this in life? How do we know the long-term uh, consequences of our actions? And the reality of it is this, we can never know a hundred percent. We can never know 100% when we make a decision, but, but wisdom isn't necessarily about the outcome. What wisdom is about, it's the process and it's going into the decision so that at least if you go into the decision, you know that here are potential consequences of what could happen. And, and this is for good or bad. It's not just a negative, it's, it's not just a negative way to view this, but anytime you're getting ready to make a decision, here's how we gain wisdom. Okay. It's not like very few of us will probably have a conversation with God where he says, Hey, what do you want? I'll, I'll give you a wish. I'm, I'm, I'm paraphrasing the story here, but I'll grant you a wish. And we didn't just ask for wisdom and it's just granted to us. Very few of us will have that. So how do we gain wisdom in our own lives? It's when we looked, you know, wisdom is the action in my opinion. Okay. Based on this definition of, uh, from Naval Ravikant, my opinion is that wisdom is when we sit down and we intentionally process out uh, the decisions that we're going to make. And, it, it, you know, I think about Ray Dalio when he's got his own decision matrix. And I actually I took from his decision matrix and I've created my own decision matrix. But he talks about this idea of uh, order of consequences. Right. So first order consequences. If I and I've used this example on the podcast before, if I. If I'm really hungry, 
but I've got a goal and my goal is I want to make sure I'm eating healthy. I'm eating uh, good food. I'm eating healthy foods because I'm trying to lose X amount of weight or I'm trying to get in the gym and I'm trying to look a certain way. And if I'm hungry right now, okay, first order consequences. And, and right over here is a, an in and out burger. And I'm trying to lose weight right over here. The first order consequences of, of, I make a decision. I'm going to go to In-N-Out. I'm going to eat a big burger. I'm going to get two burgers, as a matter of fact, animal style. And I'm going to get two orders of fries and a root beer. Sounds like I'm speaking from experience, doesn't it? So if I make that decision, the first order consequence is, boom, I'm no longer hungry. My hunger is now satisfied. Okay. That's the first order. Second order consequence is if I'm honest with you, I'm going to wake up the next day and feel really bad about myself because I broke a promise I made to myself. I had a commitment that said I am a uh, I'm on a diet. I'm trying to lose weight. And the way to lose weight is not to eat in and out burgers or all these things, except for outside of cheat days. And this was not a cheat day. So I'm going to wake up tomorrow and I'm going to feel guilty because I didn't keep promises that I made to myself. Now, we've said this on the podcast before. One of the most important sayings that I'll ever quote, and I got this from Ed Milet, when you meet somebody who lacks confidence, he says this, when I meet someone who lacks confidence, I know one thing about this person. This is a person who does not keep the promises they make to themselves. Okay. So then what's the third order consequence? A lack of confidence. I eat the burger, the hunger's filled. That's first order consequence. Second, the next day I wake up and realize I'm not keeping promises to myself. The third order consequence is a lack of confidence in my life. And then maybe what happens, I don't know, I might be exaggerating a little bit, but then you walk into a meeting somewhere later that week and you're supposed to, you know, do a presentation of some kind, you bomb the presentation and you come to realize, why did I bomb that presentation? Because going all the way back, I made a choice to have this In-N-Out burger. And, 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 you know, right now I'm looking at the emotional consequences and the emotional consequences are I had this burger and then I decided, uh, I, I realized that I broke the promises to myself. I lost confidence Thursday morning when I was supposed to have this meeting, I didn't have the confidence I need. And I, bomb the presentation. And maybe I lost the client or didn't gain the client, whatever it was. And it all goes back to that burger on Sunday. Okay. Now add that up over a lifetime. And obviously there are bigger choices than just that, that, that burger add that up at, you know, make those kind of choices where we don't think about long-term consequences. We're not showing ourselves wisdom when we're getting ready to make a decision, add that up over a long-term of not making good decisions, right? Not thinking. And I guess I just say, it's not even about making good decisions. It's about not thinking about the long-term consequences. And more than likely you have a life that becomes a wreck over time. Okay, so that's important for all of us to understand when when we think about this idea of wisdom, it's it's anybody can exhibit wisdom when they recognize that there are long term consequences and then they sit down and they say, "Okay, what are the long term consequences? And they kind of map that out. So I gave some of the emotional, but then there's also the physical. Right. So you eat that in and out burger. Uh, the, you know, the next day you feel like, at least for me, I feel like crap, you know, I just ate this, you know, thing I didn't want to eat. So not only do I feel shame because I broke promises to myself, but also I feel like crap because this is an in and out burger and it's not meant to make you feel great. It's meant to satisfy your hunger in the moment. Okay. 
And then maybe a couple of days later, you know, you know, uh, this stuff's addictive too. So it's addictive and you're like, oh, I want another one now. And so you have another one and it's just this, it spirals out of control. Wisdom, and that's a really simple example, but wisdom is understanding the long-term consequences of all of your actions. And here's the deal. Every action, you've heard this saying before, every action has an equal and opposite reaction. So what that means is that anytime you and I uh, make a decision, any decision, there's going to be an equal and opposite reaction to that decision. And it doesn't matter what it is. It could be a personal decision. It could be, you know, if you're a mom or a dad, it affects your kids. If you're a husband or wife, it affects your spouse. If you're a friend, it affects your friends. You know, um, you know, wisdom, again, is understanding uh, that my choices, every choice I make has a consequence. That's really important for us to understand. So how do we gain wisdom in life? By processing out anytime. And again, we'll never fully know. Now, over time, I do think wise people, okay, we go to this idea of wisdom, wise people, because they've had a lifetime of learning. So when you sit down and talk to someone who maybe they're, I'm just throwing out a number, maybe they're 65 or 75 or 85, and they have a lifetime of choices behind them. They're, they're going to have more wisdom because now they can see they've lived the long-term consequences of their, of, of their choices, of their actions, okay? So not only are they um, speaking from experience and speaking from maybe a mental, hey, I can see what could be ahead of you. Now, this is what creates wise people. They see their own life. They see their own consequences. And so they're able to look at you and say, hey, I think the best choice for you is X, Y, Z, because they're living out of their own experience, their own life. So that's a really important one. Okay. How do you gain wisdom? Sit down and consider the long-term choices of your actions. That's how you gain it. Now, let's talk about this idea of direction. Um, Eric writes these words uh, by Naval. It says, you have to put in the time, but the judgment is more important, okay? The judgment is more important. The direction you're heading in matters more than how fast you move, especially with leverage. Picking the direction you're heading in every decision is far far more important than how much force you apply. Just pick the right dis, uh, direction and start walking uh, to, to oh, excuse me, just pick the right direction to start walking in and just start walking. Okay. So wisdom, understanding the long-term uh, consequences of your action and uh, understanding this, that when you're making choices in life, it's much more important uh, when you're getting ready to make that decision when you're getting ready to make that choice to figure out the direction that you're going into. And this all goes to wisdom, right? This all is this, it's like the flip side of the coin of this idea of judgment. And here's the direction we, I guess here's the reason why we're talking about this today, because we as leaders, we want to make sure that we have uh, great wisdom. We want to make sure that we're leading ourselves, we're leading our teams and our organizations in the right direction. Right. Uh, we want to make sure that we're exhibiting judgment. And, and what it's saying is here with wisdom, it's understanding the long-term uh, consequences of actions. Judgment is understanding the direction that you're supposed to take in life. So how do we get wisdom and judgment? Sit down, process, look over our choices, look over decisions, 
and at least make a map of okay here are all the potential consequences that could happen and based on all these potential consequences here's the choice i'm going to make going forward and then this idea of judgment it's spending time talking about thinking about getting advice about what is the right direction before you make any moves uh understanding what is the right direction and then it says pick the right direction and just go start walking start moving right the path will become clear over time that's that's one of the things that i think holds a lot of people back it's held me back in my own life is the fact that that uh either we struggle picking the right direction so we lack judgment right or we struggle to understand the long-term consequence so we lack wisdom but if we have wisdom if we have judgment and we choose the right direction uh, we got to start moving in that direction. That holds back a lot of people. They see it, but then it's fearful. They, there's the unknown. So they, they, they end up with paralysis analysis or analysis paralysis, one of those two, and they just stay, uh, they just stay put. Wisdom, again, understanding, knowing the long-term consequences of every single action you make. Judgment is this, this idea of understanding the direction. And how do you get either one of those? You've got to sit down and you've got to process. It's not going to just come to you. You know, great, the great wisdom isn't going to fall from the skies more than likely for you. Great judgment is not going to fall from the skies. So you have to sit down and process and understand you may make the wrong decision, but through that, you're going to grow, uh, grow wiser because then you're going to go back and process. And, and, and when I say process, what I mean is to journal. I mean to sit down and with a piece of paper and just write out, right? get that decision tree going. What are all the consequences um, that you make? And then again, if you don't make the right choice, you go back next time, hope you've learned from it. And then you make a better choice or you live an insane life, insanity, right? A life of insanity, doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. So there you go. Wisdom, long-term consequences, judgment, knowing the direction. And you can make both of those happen if you will sit down, if you will be patient, if you will take the time. There's one last thing I want to say, and we're going to get to this at some point in the next few days. Nabal has a great thing that he says, and he talks about the importance of young people, especially when you are in your late teens, early 20s, need to spend a minimum of two years thinking about three different choices. And those three choices are who you're going to marry, uh, what career you're going to have, and what city you're going to live in. This is how you make decisions because you lay out all three of those and you think, okay, maybe I should marry this person. Well, what are the long-term consequences of marrying this person? Okay. Maybe I should move to this city, right? Because this city's fun. It's got beaches. It's got, you know, I live in San Diego, so I'm kind of speaking of experience here. It's, it's got beaches. It's got surfing. It's got all this. But what are the long-term consequences of living in San Diego? Okay. Because there are opportunities and challenges when you move to a city like this or any city in America. And then you think about your, your, you know, your career. When you meet somebody, what are the long-term consequences of making this choice to work for this company or to go in this career? So I want you to think about that. Judgment, wisdom, wisdom, judgment. I'll see you in the next episode of JC Talks, a leadership podcast. Take care. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, we offer episodes just like this every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Subscribe to my podcast, JC Talks, a leadership podcast available on Apple, Spotify, Google, anywhere you get your podcast and be the first to get new episodes three times every week. I'll see you soon.